When you start looking at ways to reduce your stress levels, you probably start focusing on how much work you're doing, what your daily responsibilities are, and whether or not you practice good self-care. These are all extremely important, but don't forget about the simplest choices you make every day that can impact your stress levels. And you know I'm going to go there. As a nutritionist, I kind of have to. I hope you'll listen in to today's episode of More Than Hope podcast. Hey there, beautiful. I'm so glad you stopped by. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of More Than Hope podcast, where we will openly discuss how to find that wonderful, radiant, vivacious goddess that you once knew and bring her back to life. I'm Wendy, holistic nutritional consultant, and I know we're going to be best friends because I know that it takes more than just hope and the occasional carrot to reach your heart's desire. And I want to help by offering you real solutions because after all, you're a real woman dealing with real issues in the real world. Let's face it, life can be tough sometimes. Heck, our own inner voice can be our own worst enemy and it's hard to get out of our heads and see the reality of life. But when we have someone to turn to, someone to lean on, someone who has our backs and gets us, life can be a little easier. We smile more, we laugh more, we appreciate life more. I'm here to tell you that I am that someone. I'm on your side. And truth be known, I love you. So grab your carrot and let's get started. Welcome back. And hey, I mean, as a nutritionist, I kind of thought maybe you might be not so surprised that I'm going to talk about nutrition when it comes to stress. All this month, we are discussing stress and how it really impacts our life and how we are going to work around getting through it and using it to our advantage because not all stress is bad. Stress is good. Stress is a good thing. We got to start maybe putting that little affirmation in our heads because we don't want to think that stress is a bad thing. But when we allow stress to take over our lives and become dominant in controlling our every thought, every movement, every decision, everything that we do, it really does become very detrimental to our health as well as, you know, our physical health as well as our mental health. And this is something that really I'm trying to impress strongly. So we are talking about how diet actually impacts our health today and you know some of the common foods that you don't may not be thinking about might be causing a lot of stress on the body as well as um in your uh, in your moods as well too um some foods can increase your mood and some foods can reduce it it's just as simple as that and the fact that your diet has so much more, much, so much of a larger impact on your stress levels than you might expect, you know, your stress can determine what your food choices end up being. And this is a vicious cycle. It starts with focusing on the proper nutrition to fuel your body, always, always and forever. So when we're looking at stress, 
you know, obviously we're going to look at everything that we talked about earlier. We're going to take a look at your, um, how much your work you're doing, your daily responsibilities, all these wonderful things that are, you know, potentially stressors in your bot, in your life that could be causing you to run a little bit faster than you need to be, um, feeling like that hamster on the, on the hamster wheel, not practicing good self-care. And, you know, like I said, it could be one of these situations. It could be something that we can really discuss during a rest session as well, too. And looking at the common denominator or the root cause of potentially some triggers that might be going on in your life at this point, too. But I mean, from my perspective as a nutritionist, I always want to go and look at the very basic uh idea of what your diet looks like. So the first thing that you can, you know, really look at is perhaps a poor diet, which is leading to some nutritional deficiencies. And when we look at our sad diet, so that standard American diet, this is very much prevalent um, for so many of us. And the deficiencies can really not only affect your physical health, but your emotional health as well. And when I'm talking about stress, I'm not only just talking about your mental health, but the fact that ongoing stress for a great, great amount of time, you know, anywhere from a month to years, um, can really deeply impact your physical health as well, too. And this is what we're going to touch on later on during the month. And this is why, again, one of these root causes that is so very prevalent and so often overlooked when looking at issues like irritable bowel or um, skin issues or, you know, uh, a predisposition to cancer. Um, you may or may not have heard, and you may or may not agree. Um, but a lot of times, uh, and the philosophies have presented themselves, um, and the stories uh, are abounding uh, about the person who was very angry and um, and very cold-hearted and had a heart attack or the person who swallowed their feelings and um, didn't express their desires and didn't speak their truths and ended up with cancer or stomach issues or whatever. Uh, Louise Hayes um, has a wonderful book about healing yourself. You can heal yourself. And different parts of the body are very much attuned to different emotions in our in our psyche. And, um, you know, we hold grief in our lungs and we hold anger in our livers and, you know, all these different things that are very much connected, that mind-body connection. And every day, every day, every day, there's more and more research coming out with regards to how connected we are on a very um, uh, energetic level 
with our physical body and our physical being. So don't dismiss this by any means. Don't don't poo-poo it off to the side saying, oh, Wendy, you don't know what you're talking about, because there is a lot of science behind it. It's not my science. Um, it's my gut feeling. And um, this is something that I know intuitively, uh, have seen it manifest itself in different forms of illnesses through um, in, in people that I love. But at the same time, um, this is this is cutting edge. This is um, because of the research that's coming out, something that is um, very much needed to be addressed. So um, going towards our diet and how it impacts our emotional stress is kind of almost um, um, it's almost kind of on the bottom rung of this kind of theory of, of mind-body connection because it has gone so much further than this right now. But we are going to start off on the bottom rung and we're going to talk about this. Um, just for an example, I mean, you know that folate um, uh, can affect your moods and lead to more depression. You know, um it's, it's, you know, folate is one of these things that we can get in foods like eggs and asparagus, and spinach and avocado. And again, it's just coming back to real foods. I did a whole section a month ago, maybe, about talking about whole foods. And it, and it really does just come down to what Mother Nature provided for her children, us, um, and because she knows best and she knows what we need for our bodies. Um, other nutrients that we need that can help to balance our moods and fight stress uh, naturally are, and one of the big ones is omega-3 fatty acids. This is another one that a lot of us tend to be deficient in because of the intake of fatty foods uh, that tend to be higher in omega-6. So the imbalance tends to be that we end up having more omega-6 in our system than we do the, the omega-3 in our system. So we want to really increase our fatty um, omega-3s and decrease our omega-6s and, 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 you know, balance out that ratio a lot more. But why? Why do we want to do that? Well, you know, it's really important that um, we increase or continue to take in our healthy fats it's important because a lot of our hormones are transported in fat and a lot of uh, the vitamins that we need are transported in fat and if we don't have that extra really wonderful good fat in our system then we aren't getting the nutrients and the hormones and the and the wonderful things that balance out our moods properly um, in our system. So you're going to get your omega-3s through some salmon, perhaps, tuna, you know, being very careful about um, the amount of, of fish that you take in, um, seafood, just because of the fact that there's added, there's additives in that as well too. So really maybe once a week, maybe, I would maybe bring it back, break it down to maybe about once every two weeks having that and then just making sure that you're taking in walnuts and olive oil and other um, flaxseed ground flaxseed 
um, freshly ground flaxseed um, and taking that in on a regular basis or supplementing where you can. Um, again, maybe not supplementing from uh, fish because there's a wonderful, wonderful omega-3 fatty acid plant sources as well too. So that is definitely an option. And if you want to know more information about that uh, and with regards to the Juice Plus, omega-3 fatty acid plant-based, please connect with me. So another one is vitamin D. So this is, you know, it's always good to get outside and get your UVs. Um, 15 minutes of unprotected skin exposure to the sun is going to be good, but unfortunately it's not enough, especially for people like myself who live in the higher northern climes. Um, anybody actually within North America above the 49 um, needs to have a supplement for vitamin D. We are extremely deficient and we are not getting enough. And um, vitamin D is becoming, again, one of these ones that's researched more and more and more and more. Um, Information is coming out about how important vitamin D is to our immune health, to our overall just keeping us healthy on so many levels. Um, it actually helps you feel more energized and happier, you know, on sunny days. It just goes without saying. Um, so like I said, if you live anywhere that's uh, cloudy and rainy a lot, even like my, my friends that live on the West Coast, uh, beautiful British Columbia, uh, you may not be getting as much sun as they as they should be, even though it's gorgeous and beautiful and everything else there. They do get a lot of rain and cloud because of the proximity of where they live. You need to be supplementing. So either way, um, we tend to spend a lot of time indoors because of our work. All these different reasons, definitely supplementing vitamin D is going to be extremely beneficial to not only your physical health, but your mental health as well too. Uh, you can get vitamin D through some fatty fish, eggs, dairy, and fortified cereals. But again, you're wanting to stay away from fish as much as possible, um, making sure that you have uh, free range eggs, um, you know, and cereal, well, fortified cereal just means sort of cereal that has been taken out, the nutrients have been taken out, and then it's been fortified and put back in. So I would kind of stay away from that as well too. But again, going towards your whole grains is going to be extremely um, beneficial. And especially as we get into the next one, which is fiber. And the more fiber you eat, um, the, the better it's going to be for you because you are cleaning out your guts at that point. Um, a lot of our serotonin, which is our happy hormone, the chemical, is produced in our gut. And when our gut is bogged down with stool and toxins and undigested foods and, and all these wonderful things that clog us and congest us and, and cause constipation and just years and years of buildup of sludge, literally, and I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but literally sludge, um, 
it, the production of good bacteria, first of all, is going to be on the on the decline. The production of bad bacteria is going to be on the incline, and um, the, our our intestines, our gut, is not going to be able to do the jobs that it needs to do. Serotonin is only just one of the things that it does. Um, it does many many different. Uh, produces many different things, but serotonin again was that happy hormone. And with fiber that we are going to get through our fruit, our avocados, whole grains, uh, vegetables, this is going to it cleans it out. It's like a um, a broom for our intestines. It it really just scrubs it and allows for proper bowel movements, and you know really allowing for what it's supposed to do. So calcium is the next one I'm going to talk about. And when many people get their calcium, usually get it from dairy and yogurt. Unfortunately, that's not the best source of calcium. I would really like to see people getting it from almonds and sesame seeds, tofu and kale. These are different sources of almond, um, sorry, calcium. But um, calcium is one of those things, again, you really want to have uh, in your diet for proper mental health. Iron, again, is one of those things uh, you don't want to be deficient in. And, you're, you know, if you are, then definitely taking a supplement for a little while is the root of that, especially for my vegetarian friends or people that are trying to go a little bit more plant-based. Um, sometimes we there's that in-between place of really eating well, and going from your old diet to your new diet and getting lost along the way and not getting enough nutrients. So this is where, again, something like Juice Plus might come in really, really handy, but also um, any kind of other supplements as well too. But understanding that iron is gonna make you, give you more energy, first of all. Um, it's gonna help balance your energy levels. And at the same time, when your energy levels are balanced, your mental health is going to be balanced as well too. You're gonna to get a lot of iron from red meat, turkey, um, some nuts and seeds like pumpkins and pumpkin seeds and almonds, broccoli and dark chocolate. But again, if you don't feel that you're taking in enough or you need an extra boost, then this is the place that you need to be looking. Protein. Now, protein is one of those things that is essential. It's one of the three, one of three macronutrients. And um, it's it's one of the three essentials. It's the, you know, the trifecta of who and what we are. It makes up um, cell, cells. Um, it helps metabolism. It helps us grow. It helps us, you know, be better, do better, and everything else. Um Protein we get from so many foods. And again, it's one of these things that we need for stabilization of our um, emotions. Uh, proteins, definitely, obviously, getting them from meat, poultry, uh, and fish. Um, also getting them from dairy, um, which includes cheese, uh, eggs, and nuts. But for my vegetarian and my vegan friends, you can get enough protein from plants, not a problem. Um, if you're very uh, vigilant about watching what you're eating and what, you, what you're taking in and, 
you know, being very strategic about your, your intake, you can take in enough protein to sustain you um, and your lifestyle. Um, you know, just remember, apes are the largest um, vegetarians on the world in, in the in the world and they are one of the largest animals in the kingdom animal kingdom and one of the strongest animal kingdoms and they don't eat meat so just take that into consideration a little bit and remember that you can take in um, enough protein you know to work with your lifestyle and your mood and your um, preferences. The world is opening back up and I'm concerned about you, my friend. Are you ready? Is your body ready? Things have shifted. There's no denying that. The world has shifted and the opportunities to keep you healthy are more important than ever right now. Are you doing everything possible for your body? Are you doing everything possible to stay healthy for your friends and family? This is why I have set up a free call for you to connect with me and just chat and see where you're at where you're going and how we can make it better together. So follow the link in the show notes and set up an appointment so we can talk one-on-one about real stuff, about your health and how your future looks. It concerns me and I want you to have the best opportunity that you can going forward. I look forward to talking to you. Hi there, welcome back. So feeding emotions with unhealthy foods. Uh, Another link between stress and nutrition is that you can often help the stress and emotions with food. The problem here is that you'll probably go for the more unhealthy foods. I mean, when you're stressed, what do you want to do? You just want to sit down in front of the TV, perhaps unwind with a bag of chips, a glass of wine, some nuts, perhaps a bowl of ice cream. These are all kind of things that are not going to be most helpful for you in that situation. I mean, really, if you're feeling kind of crappy, who really wants to start cooking? You know, you're going to run through the drive-thru, you're going to order pizza or whatever, because you just don't want to deal with it. Um, The problem here is that you probably go for um, some really, really bad foods, and it's just going to make the problem worse. Emotional eating isn't really bad for you if it's only occasionally. I mean, if you're the person that when you break up, you dive into a tub of ice cream, fine. You know, we need to feed the soul as well. We don't need to just feed the body. Uh, You know, you just really have to gauge it 
And if you find that you are eating nothing but ice cream on a regular basis, well, this could be a different kind of situation. Especially if you find that this is the way that you're dealing with stress. Um, if you deal with chronic stress and you get into the habit of only using food as a way to comfort yourself, this can be a problem. Um, you might overeat, have too much unhealthy food, or even be uh, malnourished um, because you're not getting enough vitamins and minerals. Again, so understanding that there's a difference between the occasional de-stressor kind of food, comfort foods, and a chronic situation where you're always, always, always uh, taking in nasty foods. You know, having too much stress in your life can further encourage you to have other unhealthy habits as well too. So not having enough vitamin deficiencies and emotional eating, but generally overeating the wrong foods and not getting enough exercise and sleeping, or sleeping too much, drinking alcohol, smoking, doing drugs, this this kind of lifestyle can be detrimental down the road. Um, these can all turn on you and not only hurt your stress, um, you know, but make it so much worse as well too. Because at this point, it's not just a mental thing, but you could definitely head into the realm of the physical manifestations of the stress as well too. I understand this is kind of a vicious cycle and it's hard to get out of. It is really hard. It And it takes time and you're going to have relapses and you're going to have moments where you're just going to say, piss on this and, and why bother and all these wonderful, <laughs> nasty things that do come up in our heads. But when it comes down to it, when it really does come down to um, our health and um, our food choices and <clears throat> all these other wonderful ways of living, it just, it really does come down to choice. And once you really put it in your head that you want to make a choice, that you understand that you don't have to live this way, that you don't want to be in a constant emotional ups and downs, that you don't want to be stressed anymore, that you want to take a different perspective on life, that you want to, whatever it is that you need to do to get out of this funk that you might be in. Um, initially, that first decision is all that you need to do. And the rest kind of falls into place slowly. Like I said, it's not going to happen overnight unless you're one of these very strict, strategic kind of people. Um, you're going to have moments of going through the drive through But then you're also going to have days where you're going to cut yourself up a nice, beautiful salad and have some lemon water and, you know, go for a walk. Um these are all shifts and shifts happen slowly. And when we want to have long sustaining health, we want to have the shifts to happen more regularly on, on an ongoing basis. It's not just going to be, well, I had a two week cleanse and then I'm good to go. 
I can go back to all my other unhealthy eating habits. I can, you know, all these bad choices, um, not sleeping, partying, drinking, uh, you know, and then expect to feel as good as you did after that cleanse. It doesn't really work that way. Once you start making the shift towards better eating, um, doing cleanses, moving your body more, perhaps quieting your mind a little bit, working on yourself, making better choices. These are all going to be steps on your path towards your health. And like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, and it doesn't happen alone. You need perhaps some guidance. Uh, you need somebody to do it with. Hopefully uh, your partner in your home will help you do that. If you just live with your dog or your cat, use them as well too. Use them to get a little bit more exercise. Um, try to see life from their perspective perhaps. Um, a dog is never stressed out. They just... They just love to see you. Their tail is always wagging. They want to be your best friend and sit on your lap and, and love on you as much as possible. And why not? Why not let them? Why not? Why not treat yourself like your animal would treat you? I kind of got off course a little bit here, but, but what I'm basically just trying to say is that when we're looking at stress and you feel like you've just come to the end of your rope and you don't know where to turn to first, there's no way in hell that you're going to be able to sit and meditate. There's no way in hell and you, 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 you know, that, um, you can do any self care right now. It's baby steps. If there, and you're just kind of like, Wendy, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, life is just crazy right now and I don't know what to do, start with your food. One day a week less going through the drive-thru. One day a week taking a bottle of water with you. One day a week bring an apple to work with you so you can munch on that on the way home. Make these little choices for yourself these little decisions towards a better you. And I guarantee you, they will add up before you know it. And you're going to be amazing. You're going to think back and go, wow. Because when you start doing the little things and, and shifting a little bit, that allows and makes room for the bigger shifts to happen, like perhaps quieting your mind or taking in 10 deep breaths or going for a walk after work. When we get to that point and we're at that step on the ladder or that step in the path, then we look back and we go, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, I've had an apple every day this week. I had my water every day this week. 
I'm sleeping better too. Yeah, I only had maybe two walks this week, but at least I went out and walked. You know, celebrating your wins as well and staying where you are, not allowing yourself to go back. So you're at this step in your journey. Next, it might be doing some mindfulness meditation. Maybe looking at taking up a hobby. Perhaps looking at the people that surround you and looking maybe where you can shift that a little bit maybe. Because you can't change the people in your circle but you can change the people in your circle if you get what I'm saying this is all to benefit you and it has nothing to do with anybody else I want the best for you but only you can do it darling I hope you're doing well over the last little while the world seems to have turned upside down and even though we were stressed beforehand things have gotten so much worse lately people are not happy people feel anxiety and concern we're very much in a negative stress response. We feel stuck. We don't know which way to turn. And this can have some debilitating results on our bodies. Never mind our mental health. It can really damage our relationships, degrade our performance as parents, as employees, and really get you from going towards your goals really gets you stuck that's why I am really really excited to bring a new modality into my practice it's called rest rapid reprogramming of emotional stress trauma it's amazing I've been doing the work myself because you know I'm not perfect. I need help along the way. And if you've ever felt like you've had the weight of the world on your shoulders or something really heavy sitting on your chest, just keeping you from getting to where you need to be, this is what you need to do. This is where rest can help. It's not to, to um, take away from traditional therapies and and uh, other modalities that can really be very useful with mental health but psychologists sometimes they prescribe drugs to numb the weight that you're carrying I don't know about you but I don't like that feeling I've been there I've, I've tried it it's not pleasant. 
And of course, you know me, I'm very holistic, so I like to keep things natural. Therapists will give you tools to better manage this weight that's on your shoulders, but it won't go away. It's still there. It's still somewhere residing in your lizard brain. There are resiliency techniques out there that can make you stronger so the weight feels lighter. But there is nothing, nothing that I can actually take the weight away. Nothing but rest. It's an amazing tool, my friends. It is a game changer. Rest basically is an innovative mind-body technology. It's very new. It's cutting edge. It's the fastest, most effective tool available to break through the blocks that are currently holding you back from creating the lifelong success that you desire. It can quickly and permanently eliminate subclinical stress response patterns that were generated very early in life and were reinforced by adversity throughout our lifetime. So, I want you to ask yourself, what have you tried to feel better? Sometimes it takes more than changing your diet and getting some exercise. Sometimes it takes some mental work. Sometimes it's more than just even sitting cross-legged in the corner and oming, although that is helpful. This is where you need rest. So I want you to take a deep breath and release. This is rest.